And we are going to talk now about Lego. In fact, some local Lego masters are putting their skills to the test on this season of Lego Masters. Dave from Surrey and Emily from Maple Ridge are two of a select group of 24 contestants from across the country hoping to be named America's next Lego Masters. And they join me on the line now. Hello to you both. Hi, how are you? All right. This is such a cool opportunity that I think a lot of people wouldn't even have been aware of. How, let's start with you, Emily. Did you get to this stage? Um, Actually, I think David would better answer that question because (laughs) he's been interested in it since season one. All right, Dave, you go ahead first then. Yeah, I've been like a lifelong Lego fan. Apparently it started when Emily was born and my parents just put a bunch of Lego in front of me and said, go play in the corner while we tend to the baby. Um, (laughs) Shout out to mom and dad. Um, But you know, season one of the show a few years ago, I, I auditioned for it, but they weren't taking Canadians at that point. Um, and so here we are a couple of years later that finally they've worked out a way to get Canadians on this American show. Um, and I needed a partner and uh, who better to build with than my sister who I've been building Lego with all my life. Oh, wow. That's so amazing. Okay. And then tell us about the like literal process of getting on the show. What was that like? Um, well, it was a, it's, was several weeks long and it's kind of like minimal communication in between like hey you guys are gonna do your auditions now and then you don't hear anything and then okay you're gonna do your interviews now and then you don't hear anything and then hey guess what we want you to come down and start filming and you kind of got to drop your life and head out in like days i think it was is that right david yep it was days and honestly like like it sounds terrifying but it's also like so much fun to drop (laughs) your life and go build lego for ever felt like forever Wow. And so these auditions, like, are you being taped building Lego? Are they challenge auditions? That was part of it. I don't know how much we're allowed to speak about the audition process, um, but that was definitely part of it is uh, uh, taping us, uh, building, like, like, imagine like a mini version of the show where instead of a 13-hour a challenge, you have a, I don't know, two or four or five-hour challenge. Wow. And I, you don't have to give too many specifics about the audition if you're not allowed to, but um, just like loosely, are you, are they things, are they challenges that you would conceive of yourself that you could have like prepared for, or does it feel very improvised and spontaneous? Uh, it's really improvised. Like, I yeah. don't think you can really prepare for any of this. Like, as much as we prepare, it's just a lifelong of building Lego together and, and learning techniques and, and building other creations. And even when you come into it, you think, no matter what the challenge was, the audition process or the, or the show itself, it's like, okay, I got these things I'm going to build, but you get there and they give you the challenge and it's like, okay, panic time. I forgot how to build Lego. Totally. What's my name? Who am I? Where am I? Who are you? Yeah. I thought that we would have like a small advantage being as it's the third season and we've watched both of the prior seasons. So you kind of know like the, their masterminds behind it and like what kind of stuff they're going to get you to do. But like as soon as you're out there on the stage and they drop the first challenge, I, like my mind went blank. I was surprised at how... Uh, like stressful and on the spot and in the moment it was. Oh, really? So do you feel like uh, in normal life, if somebody would have thrown the same challenge at you, they're like, hey, Emily, make this out of Lego that you you wouldn't be stressed out? I mean, in our like day-to-day lives building, you kind of come up with an idea. Like if it was an idea I came up with myself, I would think about it, uh, probably get David's help for a lot of it. And then um, you build, but you're not in the time crunch. And when it says like 10 hours or 12 hours, you're building for 12 hours. Like we never built for more than six hours straight, I believe. Like we would have lunch wow, break. for 12 whatever. hours. It, it's exactly how it looks on the show. Like it, it's really like, here's your idea and the clock starts or here's their challenge and the clock starts and you have to come up with an idea, a concept, figure out what kind of pieces you're going to use. 
in real life, like without the clock there, we do that over weeks. Wow. And some of these challenges, I find them to be super random. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we would, as contestants in our green room before, we try and guess what the challenge would be, and we never got anything close. Nothing. Like you no, because it, could be, it could be anything. Oh, totally. And also some of the shapes that that would be evoked. Uh, normal people like myself who I do Lego every week. I do Lego at least four times a week. Um, I'm no mm-hmm. master, but I do it just because I have little kids and they're obsessed with it. But they'll say to me, you know, like one of the challenges might have been, hey, make a, a Western scene. <laughs> and with my kids, I'm going, uh, hmm, how do we even do that? How do you make the shape of a cowboy hat? I don't know. <laughs> totally. Well, what you remember- probably don't have at home. What you probably don't have at home is like a, just a bucket of basic Lego bricks. And on the show, I felt like we had endless two-by-four bricks. Yeah. And with that, I think you can sculpt almost anything. You know, as you get bigger, you can sculpt whatever shape it is. It might not look perfect, but I think most of us could do it. Um, but and none of us at home have that, that, that extensive collection of bricks. More importantly on the show, in the brick pit, everything is perfectly sorted. Oh, yeah. So that made it a lot easier, too. You're not digging through a bin looking for that last pink two-by-four. Okay, that's really interesting. <laughs> what has been surprising about the, about being on the show? Hey, Dave, maybe why don't you go first with that? What's oh my re- God, what's what is surprising? You? <laughs> you can't say everything, though. <laughs> oh, dang, you're right. That, that would have been a good answer. I didn't even think about that. I don't even know what's surprising. Like, I think just, um, I actually thought that going into it, I would know more. Like, be more prepared. Yeah. And, but like I've alluded to already, like, there's the panic that sets in and, like, you forget who you are and what you're doing and you question if you even know how to build Lego. Well, and yeah, like we do practice challenges at home. We're like, okay, we're going to build um, a, a snake and we're going to do it in an hour. And here's the yeah. Lego that we have and go. But you know, like that it's in your mind already. It's not something that's like when they built spaceships, like I don't think I've built space ever. David, you might have when we were children. I've been but... built a spaceship since like, I don't know, the mid to late 90s. Yeah. So yeah. when we walked out there and it was space theme, we were both like completely blank slate. But or um, Emily, have you most... ever built a, a rodeo, a rodeo like a bull rider before, or a giant pig? Have you ever built that? Uh, no, I think I might have built like a like a brick built pig that was like maybe two inches long, but never yeah. never one that's going to ride a bull at his birthday party. That's for sure. No, that was that was a terrifying challenge. Um, yeah, that's it's it's so imaginative too. How do you how do you make something that they want you to make, but also try to retain originality so that yours looks best? Well, honestly, like a lot of the challenges are, are pretty wide open, right? Like for the one this week, um, it was the the Wild West rodeo, and we could build a character to ride a bull, and you know there's pretty wide um, options there, right? Like, and we threw some ideas around. We wanted to build. A cactus was an idea, an octopus was an idea, and those are kind of taken by other teams. Yeah. And then so we decided to build a pig, and at some point Emily just threw in, it's going to be a birthday pig. Like, I, I almost it feel like... It doesn't have personality. The yeah, most it has a personality, but one. it's almost like playing Mad Libs, where you just throw yeah. out some adjectives and, and, and ways to describe what it is that you're building, and then it gets a little bit more fun. It's so fun. And then I understand that the competing pairs are facing off to earn a $100,000 cash prize. How much of a difference would that make? Oh, that would be awesome. That's 100000 American dollars. That goes even farther oh, in Canada, right? <laughs> totally, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. we have to share it. It's not that each, but I think we could. Yeah. Uh, David's got twin boys, so I think that would help out with uh, just raising kids and college funds in general. And um, Well, and don't you get a Lego trophy, which oh, would that's be pretty wicked? Part. I know for us going into it, like, the cash prize is awesome. Like, obviously, that would change your life, just having an extra 
chunk of money like that, but uh, the Lego trophy and like the, uh, the, the clout that goes with that in the Lego community. Mm-hmm. I know for us, that was like the most attractive of the prizes. And it's all about the clout. Well, thank you guys both for being here today. <laughs> it's so interesting to hear about your story of going through this really cool contest. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Thanks for having us.